Mr. Pop. Dark. And the little birds are nasty, and I listen to them too. There's two lonesome people in the whole wide world. That's me and the man in the moon. Hello and welcome to Miskatonic University Radio, a podcast exploring Fantasy Flight Games' Arkham Horror the Card Game. I'm Dane. I'm Dan. And I'm Ben. And today, we're going to build a deck with a special guest. Today, we've got on the cast, Harrison. Hello. So, Harrison is a friend of mine who I met down in Connecticut, who has an extensive history with Arkham and with HP Lovecraft things in general. and. Uh, we wanted him to come on the podcast to build a deck with us. Nice. Hooray! <laughs> Glad to be here. So, Harrison, tell us about yourself. Um, I guess, I mean, I've been playing uh, Arkham games since the the board game, too, and played a lot of Cthulhu y- uh, Yahtzee on my phone. <laughs> Just been following a lot of these characters um, as we've been going through, so it's kind of neat to see how the characters are implemented in every game, so I kind of just get obsessed with picking up as much as I can, almost just to see, like, how, like, the story unfolds with the same 50 or so characters. So I basically have all of Eldritch Horror. I don't get to play it very much, but (laughs) I'm playing a whole lot of uh, the card game a lot lately, too. So, yeah. Eldritch Horror is a fun game, but it's definitely, you know, half an hour to set it up, uh, three hours to play it, half an hour to put it away, (laughs) you know. So, you know, four, four hours of fun. Well, we played. We just played Mansions of Madness the other day. Yeah, that was fun. So yeah. So uh, when did you get involved with reading H.P. Lovecraft, or like how did you kind of come to understand him as an author and kind of the Arkham Files universe and stuff? Um, like when I was in college, I just kind of like wanted to be edgy or something, and like thought it was kind of cool. <laughs> you know, everyone has one of those faces, I guess. Um, so you got into board games. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh man. I, I mean, how unique am I just reading H.P. Lovecraft and uh, brooding over, like, spooky board games? So just, just kind of nice. what I was doing and uh, just have been doing that since. I've been reading a lot of the stuff for the past 10 years and even just, like, going into other of the mythos stuff, like, reading a lot of, like, uh, the Hesturian stuff with Chambers and stuff like that. So hmm. Sure, sure. So we brought Harrison on today to build a deck. We have tasked Harrison with... Picking an investigator and kind of coming up with a core concept of what he wants for the for the deck. I mean, there's there's really a little more to it than that. Like we're yeah, the the actual thing that we're doing is helping him build a deck, but Yes. It's like Queer Eye, where we're actually like overhauling his entire life, helping him self actualize <laughs> through the medium of Arkham Horror, the card game. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. I, I'm just saying don't undersell this. This is actually a really amazing service that we provide. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. But anyways, yeah, sorry to sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. So why why don't you tell us who you've chosen and why you've chosen it? Okay, so the big reveal, I guess. Um so Drum roll. <laughs> I want I want to build a Carolyn deck. Ooh. All right. Um uh, most of the time I play with a big group, um, like three or four people, and lots of people like to do like the fun stuff, like the flashy mystic stuff or just like destroying things. So I end up usually doing support so i kind of like i mean fell into those roles like playing characters like min but i just kind of wanted to see what we can do with like a character that isn't really i mean is kind of like out of the mold of their their color like um just wanted to see what we can do with that and uh with what i think is going to come up with the new new cycle i think that we're going to have to do a little bit of uh horror mitigation too so hopefully i won't regret it if uh, I do, then it's clearly your fault, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Exactly. And it's an interesting time to do a Carolyn deck, too, because, I mean, as of when we're recording this, Circle Undone has not yet been released. So I, th- I think we've seen Carolyn, and do we know her, like, non-replacement cards? Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. They were previewed. We we know those, so you'll have you know you'll have some choices to make there. But we don't know, like presumably, some of the player cards in Circle Undone will like synchronize well with her. So, um, but there's already a bunch of existing cards in the card pool that work, so we should be able to do some stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. So, where should we begin? So first, what we need to do uh, is we t- we thought we now have the investigator, and we have kind of a core concept just based on the investigator 
their strengths. So now we've got to choose like what kind of deck we want to play. Harrison told us that he wants to build a supporty type deck and kind of let, let, let's go and learn what Carolyn does. So Carolyn's kind of nice thing is uh, whenever your card heals horror from an investigator or an ally, then the healed cards controller gains a resource. So you can run around uh, healing people or their allies and um, you'll start to help them be able to do cool stuff. And, you know, you are an investigator yourself, so you can also heal your own stuff as well. So that's kind of like she just gets rewarded for uh, healing herself or healing others. Mm. The original capitalism in uh, <laughs> in pharmaceuticals. Yeah, so she's going to... Like her, her ability is definitely like she can heal horror and give people money for that. But what type of what's she going to be doing other than that that will help progress the game in a positive way? Like what what do you want to focus on? You got to keep in mind that uh, the healing is kind of like a reactive ability. I mean, like fighting yeah. monsters is too, where like you only need to do it when there actually are monsters to fight. Right, mm-hmm. right. But it, but there's there's monsters on the field maybe more often than people are taking sanity. I mean, yeah. And one thing you can consider is like if people know that they're going to be playing with Carolyn, maybe they can play more cards in their deck that make them take horror or mm-hmm. they can not care as much about taking horror because they know that you're there. Yeah. But even, even still, like you definitely want to have other stuff you can do when nobody. Needs so you. kind of the biggest idea that I had in my head, like for even justifying her is, um, microphone Elspeth. Um, she, she, she's played maybe, maybe a, a few like off scenarios and hasn't really done a, um, doesn't done anything more than the core set, but I'm excited to see her um, kind of gravitate towards characters like Agnes. Um, she just kind of likes like being really punchy, and you know that's kind of what Agnes does is just takes takes horror everywhere and um, just kind of uh, someone that incentivizes that like being kind of reckless like that um, as well. And um, I was, I mean, rather than being just pure support and just like sitting sitting back while everybody else does cool stuff, investigating or or um, destroying monsters, like. I wanted to make sure that uh, we look at her her off colors, like she can run seekers and mystic cards, and you know keep herself sure. busy while people, you know, might be might be uh, healthy for as short as that is. Right. Okay. Sure. So, so one thing that we could consider also, including so the fact that she is a, a seeker, a mystic, and a guardian, they all have a lot of interesting capabilities in terms of like, well, guardians fight monsters, seekers pick up clues. And uh, mystics can kind of do a lot of interesting supporty things, like they have access to a lot of cards that blur the lines between classes. Best card in the game, Premonition. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they do have this thing where they kind of blur the lines. And um, I think one of the big things, um, just for Carolyn, is that her biggest stat is her uh, intelligence. Mm-hmm. So just based off of the fact that she already has four intelligence, which is pretty strong, it might be a good idea to, I guess, maybe start there for, for maybe she could be do, doing more secret things. Um, she also has three will, which is not incredible, but pretty reasonable. So should we kind of start from there? Just like start adding some, some things that'll help her hold her own with like doing, do, I mean, gathering clues and then fill, I mean, see what we, what we have room for. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's go with something proactive <laughs> like that. Um, so I'm just gonna, I mean, so like, I'm just interested in kind of seeing like what kind of things that she'd want to fill her slots with. Like, I don't really see her using her hands too much. So, um, she can run, uh, magnifying glasses. So, uh, would those be doubles or? Yeah. So while we're building the deck, I think just. Like we have it up in Arkham DB as we're going through this. Just like put two of everything in that we suggest, and then we'll sure. we'll go we'll, late at the end. We'll kind of like prune it down to to like get a little bit more focused. So mm-hmm. like you're saying, like magnifying glass. If we're going to be focused on investigating, magnifying glass is probably pretty good as like a, yeah. a core card. You could maybe you could consider running Milan as her ally if if no one else is going to use it. Although there's another good ally for her that we'll probably talk about in a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and then like deductions. Um, yeah. those are not secret cards or any of they are. Those are like a couple core cards to just get her go started with being good at investigating. Yeah, some of the um, uh, while we're and uh, secret cards, some of the things that that I'm hoping that she'd be able to do is be able to get to where she needs to be and quickly. Um, so maybe just like running around um, while people are doing cool stuff. Maybe if they do end up splitting up, like I said, I end up playing in bigger groups. Um, so maybe stuff to 
to get from here to there pretty quickly. Sure. So closing the gap kind of a thing. Yeah. 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 Maybe that would be good. So maybe like you're thinking shortcuts would be pretty reasonable so that she can kind of be the medic that she needs to be and be there for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Much like uh, Celine Dion. <laughs> or even just get people out of trouble too. But yeah, things like that. Exactly. Um, or even I know that she has access to some mystic stuff. So I, I haven't really, I have to look at what Astro traveled, like what the bad thing is, but the nice thing about Carolyn is that she, a lot of these characters that can use, you know, other, other, uh, color stuff, it stops at level zero, but she can actually use level zero to one, mm-hmm. uh, secret mystic cards. So I think, uh, those shortcuts, like this is down the line, but you can upgrade them into pathfinders, which is like really good. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I'm excited to kind of see like how she's going to progress. Cause it's going to be interesting to see like in action, what role she's going to end up filling. Like. Maybe, I mean, especially in whatever uh, cycle you end up taking her in, like maybe what she starts with is going to be enough to keep people healed. Yeah. So uh, I think we picked out a couple like uh, core cards that will help her investigate. Um, Now let's take a look at cards that are going to be synchronized well with her or synergize well with her ability to heal horror. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, Because I think there's a lot of options there. Uh, I think there's a... Probably the going to be the meat of the deck is a lot of those cards. Yeah. So real quick, she has some interesting deck building restrictions, right? So, uh, Harrison, you want to kind of outline those, maybe? Sure. Um, so we'll just start from the deck building options because I don't think that we talked exactly what how she builds, but um, she takes guardian cards level zero to three, um, neutral cards level zero to five, and um, cards that heal horror level zero to five. So whatever that means. The color, I mean, the class doesn't matter. So just heal horror, level 0 to 5. And then up to 15 Seeker and or Mystic cards, uh, level 0 to 1. And one other restriction uh, is that uh, she cannot grab any weapon cards, uh, level 1 through 5. So as a blue a guardian, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how many cards end up being the color of her own class. Mm. Yeah, and I think that the the deck building requirement where she can't take big weapons is definitely very on flavor, you know, in observance of the uh what is it? The the Hippocratic oath or whatever, <laughs> you know, making sure that she cannot do damage even though she can like technically just throw a dynamite at, at fools, yeah. but you know, that's that's fine. I don't know if the Hippocratic oath is like uh comes into play when there's a giant tentacle monster like yeah. trying to trying to eat everything, but <laughs> You know, that's that's or like first no harm, but except for rats are okay. Like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stomp on all those rats. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. So, Harrison, are there any cards that are you know that work well with her horror her horror heal that uh, you were thinking that could go in her deck? Yeah. So, um, some just cards like especially if she's going to be jumping into the battles with other people, um, like that might be taking horror. Like um, if it bleeds. It, that's kind of helps a lot of people pop horror heal. So each investigator at their location heals horror equal to that enemy's horror value, especially kind of like towards the end when there's a bunch of baddies in front of people um, and people are banded together. Um, I was thinking something like that. Mm-hmm. Does level one? No, emergency A doesn't. That just heals damage, which I mean is something that she can do as well. Um, she doesn't have to only heal horror, but um, I was thinking of that. I mean, I'm interested in seeing some of the talking in some of the um, like card combinations that that we can come up with because I think that there are some like clever things that we can do to that kind of do things like healing horror, but I mean like taking horror, but also being able to generate that that resource as well. So, oh sure, yeah. I mean, speaking of resources, one thing I was thinking is um, you might want to think about forbidden knowledge, mm-hmm. just because. Oh yes. It, it's basically it gives you money in exchange for taking horror, but then you can heal the horror to get even more money. Yeah. So, I mean that that honestly, if you have that and Milan, that's pretty likely that's like more money than you actually need. <laughs> but then if you do want to play dynamite or something, then you kind of have like something to spend it on. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just she's just rich, man. Collecting all those patient dues. I was just saying, as an alternative to Milan, could be running like Peter uh, Sylvester. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, that works well with her knowledge. You just, any horror you put on Peter, and then when he heals at the end of your turn, oh, you get a buck. Yep. Which, you know, seems abusive to the poor football player. <laughs> yeah. It's an abusive relationship. I think, honestly, one one problem we often run into if you're playing, like, a four-player game 
Milan and Peter are two very popular allies. It's likely yeah. that somebody else might want to use them. That's a good point. But Carolyn has access to such a wide pool of, um, you know, like honest, obviously like Milan and Peter are definitely probably two of the best allies for her. But if, if you wanted to be nice and give those up to somebody else you were playing with, even if you play like Alyssa Graham just for the book, just for the plus one intellect, and then maybe you don't use her ability a lot, maybe you do. But like, you, my, my point is just you have access to like a lot of allies. So you can, even sure. if there's a lot of competition for the good ones, you can probably find something that's going to be helpful. Yes. Uh, I wanted to bring bring that up, um, like, I mean, to make sure I did, because um, Peter Sylvester seems like, I mean, is really interesting because he ends up being uh, an investigator that, or, I mean, is able to heal himself, sorry, uh, and um, gains the resource. But um, as, since Caroline only has uh, six health, um, even if she jumps into the fray a bit, uh, she might get herself into some trouble. So, like, uh, painkillers seem to be kind of nice because... Uh, you're you're able to kind of heal yourself, and then you can kind of force, money. <laughs> force force this poor kid to take some of that that need some painkillers and um, take a horror that you'll end up being rewarded for. So it's just kind of like oversubscribing painkillers to some some college kids <laughs> and getting paid for it. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, thematically, I, I mean, that's just Dane's played with me, and that's kind of like the kind of thing that I would just like make a big deal about, like. Yeah, the forbidden knowledge with Peter is is really cool. As well as painkillers, you're able to generate kind of like a passive income, you know, like almost like a drip econ, as some of the uh, people <laughs> who came from awesome games would say. But are you talking about a dead game? Is that what you're referring to? <laughs> it's got, you got to move on. You know, you know, you know what's really funny. I I hadn't thought of this before, but. Uh, Painkillers is actually a pretty funny card because I think in the 1920s, painkillers were probably literally just like heroin or yeah. cocaine or, <laughs> yeah. or something. So oh no, that's kind Carolyn! Of an way to think about it, she's yeah. like, "Mommy needs her a lot." Of so them. here, here, football player, can you carry around this bag of like pure heroin? In case I need it? <laughs> like... um, so also, one thing that um, we should talk about too is, um, I mean, I do have the uh, alternative weaknesses and unique cards but um they've been spoiled the the actual cards. oh her new um, um yes so she she runs hypnotic therapy which allows you to heal horror if you take an action and irrational thought which just basically gives you something to to heal um horror from i mean it's not nice yeah. should we talk should take some time to talk about that or i was gonna just i was gonna say we just talk about it briefly like her cards that come with Circle Undone, I think, are objectively to fight the Black Wind way better than the yeah. <laughs> the to fight the Black Wind and foolishness. The foolishness that was so her old cards. I was going to recommend to use those if they're available to you, as opposed to the book, which is actually hard to come by in the first place. So definitely, yeah. The one from the book, the weakness to fight the Black Wind, is really, really, really nasty. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would say it's one of the worst investigator specific weaknesses that's been printed. Mm -hmm. And it can really just completely derail games. So, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't mean you shouldn't play it if you think it's like cool or like an interesting challenge. But uh, unless you are like very aware of that going in, yeah, I would definitely agree that it's probably better to, to play the one from Circle Undone. Yeah, that weakness is pretty rough since it uh, ends up attaching to the agenda and uh, can effectively have it if you're if you're not if you're not careful. Yeah, yeah, I think we've mentioned a few times on the podcast our, our nightmare scenarios and extra extra ancient evils every turn. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I mean that was kind of like a at least at least before I get to be a little bit more comfortable with her, I think that kind of sticking with the the base uh, Carolyn cards was kind of like an like a automatic thing that I was going to do. Yeah. Mm. So um, one last card that's like good with her ability is probably Liquid Courage. Yeah. Yes. There's that, and there's I mean there's the there's the Mystic spell that heals horror. Though I think we we talked about. Oh, clarity last of mind? episode, we we don't really like the original one, but the upgraded one will probably be good for her. If well, she can... so so this is kind of interesting because maybe it's time to maybe we should have a brief discussion about which sanity healing stuff you want and which you don't want because mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. that your choices are for level zero sanity healing are like clarity of mind, first aid, logical reasoning, liquid courage. You mentioned if it bleeds, which is that kind of counts too, although that's more of like a specific situation versus just like right. works anytime. Mm -hmm. Right, over one one time kind of use. I would say you probably don't need all of those. Yeah. 
so you, you maybe want to like pick the ones that you like best. Cause I, I know you mentioned earlier that her health, her health is kind of low. That's one advantage of first aid is that you can also heal health with it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Although you could also play medical techs if you really wanted to. That's a good point. Oh yeah. But so, so which of those, which of those like sanity healing things do you kind of want to lean towards? Yeah. I mean, if it bleeds kind of just what is just like a fun event uh, kind of thing, and it's kind of going to be hard to, those are the more situational kind of things that you end up thinking mm-hmm. end up being are cool, but you can definitely play more than one. You can play like, you know, an if it bleeds and a couple of first aids and a couple of logical mm-hmm. reasonings or something. Yeah. One thing that I was actually thinking, uh, when Ben mentioned liquid courage, uh, so liquid courage is interesting because it, it provides, it provides, it used to provide the most horror healing in the game per action. So you, it's, it's one action to play it. And then you take one action to, Spend one supply to do, to heal one whore immediately, and then you take that will test of two. Uh, so one thing that she can do that I don't think other than Safina can do is pair it. So let's say you give somebody a swig of the liquid courage. You can combine that with Fearless, the card, the mystic skill card, when they take the test. Mm-hmm. So you get kind of a little burst of two money when you commit that. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Fearless heals you, right? Uh, it's a skill. Fearless will heal Carolyn, you heal but more. you know that the person that gets healed by the courage, by the alcohol, will get a money. So, like, if you commit a fearless to somebody else's liquid courage test, yes, then they'll get a money from the liquid courage from the horror heal, and you'll get a money from the fearless. Mm-hmm. Right, sure, sure, so. yeah. So that's kind of a cool little combo that I was just considering when you when you were thinking about the um, the forbidden knowledge with Peter Sylvester kind of thing, just like injecting as many of those little useful things as possible mm-hmm. um but maybe that's not that's like maybe that's excessive oh random question sorry maybe everyone already knows this but liquid courage you're kind of healing someone twice so right. is it do, you, do do they get it, two resources uh, it only counts as one instance of healing because it's a one additional horror so mm-hmm. it only not triggers like the uh, after effect once gotcha uh, okay so it's because of the word additional i think yeah. somebody like asked our, our good friend matt newman already and that's what uh his response was Okay, I mean, that kind of makes sense, I guess. So one thing I was kind of wondering uh, is just the, um, um, maybe not to go off too far off point, but um, where is it? The, the card that um, heals you horror when you die by horror, uh, but it gives you a buff. Oh, uh, St. Hubert's Key. Yeah, that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a purple asset. Yeah. Is that a zero? Yeah, it is. No, that that actually could be a decent card for Carolyn. Just just because it gives a plus one book and we want her to be investigating. Mm-hmm. The only reason not to take it would be if somebody else wants it instead. But honestly, I think Carolyn is probably kind of the best person to use it. So I think you'd have a pretty reasonable claim. Yeah, that's actually a very good point. That gives her a much needed buff to both her will and her uh, book. Her books, that's, yeah. that's quite good. And paying four for it is kind of steep, but Carolyn's probably pretty rich. So I think Carolyn can actually afford that pretty easily. Yeah, and one thing that's actually really cool about Karen that I didn't notice earlier was that she her her health and sanity stats are like the most I've seen. Fifteen. She's yeah. got six and nine, right? Uh huh. That's like a lot. <laughs> Normally, people would have five and nine. I think the Dutch investigators had six and nine, didn't they? Well, other than Ashcan, yeah. And Jenny has seven and seven. Well, no, they had six and eight. They had six and eight. Was it Jenny seven seven? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jenny seven seven. Jenny was seven seven. Ashcan was like six and five or something because he has Duke. Yeah. Yeah, but she has she has a very high sanity threshold which definitely facilitates St. Hubert's key, I think. Yeah. That's a mm-hmm. that's a great I item mean, for her. Also might be she might have a higher health sanity because her base stats are also lower than average. Mm-hmm. Her base stats are like an 11 total, so. Right, right, right. But St. Hubert's key like cleans that up so perfectly. No, St. Hubert's key good that's a good choice. Definitely put yeah. it on there. I think um, yeah. I think I'm, something that's interesting that it ends up happening, especially if like I run two of those, um, is that it kind of lets her uh, rely a little bit more on those mystic cards that we've been talking about. Like, like maybe even would you think that she could run shriveling? Or we haven't even we even talked about how she'd be able to defend herself because she has a pretty weak evasion, so um, she has to be able to hold her own. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a couple options. Like, you could just give her a machete or a gun, but yeah. her her base fight's not great. Yeah, you could give her the doorknob. What is that? <laughs> I've had a plan. I've had a plan. Or oh, um, I've got a plan. Yeah, the seeker, the seeker stuff. Mind over matter. 
Mind over matter might be the might be solid here. It's a good idea. And then yeah, as you said, shriveling could be could be decent as well. Her will again is not that great, but you know, with shriveling, the shriveling base shriveling give a bonus. I don't think no. it does. I mean, the good thing about it is that it pops it pops a, a horror on her, and then she can just heal that. So yeah, I don't know if she's ever gonna have a problem that she just always is at maximum. I think we should focus on her as being like cheater calm closer to a seeker in terms of okay they don't really have any guns except for that new one the new one that's coming out i think it's probably gonna have guns like maybe she she can't kill much but maybe like she should have something in case yeah. you know rats jump on her or something but yeah yeah i mean i i would be inclined to say yeah like i think if you're trying to make sort of the best and most efficient carolyn deck possible that's going to push you very much in like a seeker direction but you know you definitely don't have to go down that road like if what if that's not what excites you about playing carolyn you shouldn't you don't have to go any further in that direction that you want to but I do think that I've got a plan. As long as you're pretty sure that you're going to be collecting clues pretty consistently, then I've got a plan as like a pretty great, you know, single use kill something card. I agree. Yeah, I think it. I think it also matters like who I end up playing uh, the cycle with, like what ends up what the team composition ends up being. Like Carolyn's kind of nice that she ends up. I mean that she can she can kind of go one way or the other. It does seem like she's starting with the base of four that she's kind of leaning towards uh seeker i mean it's just kind of fun to be able to yeah to to keep the story going too because you can kill things but like you'll have like zoe syndrome where you're just standing around with, with nothing to do especially <laughs> yeah. if nobody zoe syndrome uh whoa whoa you mean ability to kill everything with a knife because <laughs> is, that what you're, is that what you're talking about and be awesome look sometimes sometimes god points at an, a monster or some random animal that's not hurting anything and tells you to murder it <laughs> Sometimes he doesn't, and when he doesn't, you just kind of chill out and wait until he does. And you you mentioned Agnes earlier, and like that's definitely a pretty good teammate, I think, for Carolyn because that's definitely somebody who's going to have uh, <laughs> yeah. Heal. If there was ever a dream so, team, yeah, it was yeah. these two. Why don't uh, why don't for the purposes of this deck design, why don't we assume Carolyn's going to be either primary seeker or like secondary seeker with you know horror horror heal support, so that we can try to keep it a little focused. Sure. I mean, I, I would say assume that you're not like the only one in your group that's going to be getting clues, but you're also maybe the best person at getting clues, or maybe not. Okay, so we'll we'll uh we're in 19 now before we start calling, so we still have some space, but we haven't really been focusing on getting too much uh, seeker cards other than what do we have? Magnifying glass. We 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 put deduction and magnifying glass and Milan in there, so those those are all like and the pretty, key. The key definitely the key. counts. Mm-hmm. So like that's all that's all good. Introduction. Uh, I think I think we have a lot of cards in there. So that, that was just because we were we were saying if we should try to add like more fighty things in there. I don't know if there's going to be room for both of those sure. and her horror heal stuff all at once. So I was saying let's focus on like investigate cards and like stuff that heals horror and mm-hmm. see yeah. see if there's room to expand yeah. from there once we've gone through everything. Okay. Yeah. So one thing that's interesting is that there are some cards that are not as accessible to um, others that aren't as rich. Like when you get your Milan down, typically you're just you're you're rolling in the money. But like <laughs> Carolyn has that secondary thing that lets her get so much money. And like Dan was saying, she could just be like money bags. So. Mm-hmm. She could run things like uh, I've got a hunch that typically cost just a lot and aren't really cost effective for what they do or things like and hear me out. Hear me out. (laughs) She can be the one person who takes teamwork because she will have a lot of money and she will uh, be able to just give people a lot of horror heal. I guess I guess my my logic for that was just that she ha- she might have a lot of money so she can help donate to people who might not have money ever like survivors. Yeah. It's possible. I'm thinking that like once she can upgrade, she can get some cards that let her spend money or we could even put some of the sure. skill cards, maybe yeah. the pump cards in her deck. Although we don't I don't think we like the level 0 ones very much, but mm-hmm. Like but she can get like keen eye and then be like have lots of money and spend it all to pump up her book for a whole round to be able to investigate oh she can she can get keen eye and higher education <laughs> she cannot get higher education can she not no i thought it was zero to three no she's zero to one for mystic and seeker oh oh, and oh my there's bad. some yeah. of the reasons she can get some of these other seeker mystic cards because they can heal horror and zero to three for guardian so keep in mind she can't get like the armor or um some of like the really high level guardian cards either 
I mean, most of the high sure, okay. most of the high level blue cards are like I think mostly focused on fighting. Yeah, that's yeah, not, that's, that's not totally true, but like the really good ones that are the shiny ones that everyone likes are, are usually like the big weapons. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I think we have like a good amount of like cards in here for investigating and for healing horror. We might need to like add some some of the filler cards in there, like sure. you know some uh, unexpected courages or emergency caches. Maybe is there anything else that? Yeah, we so we did not have there? we don't have any emergency caches yet. So almost like just to get started, I almost always run too. Right, sure, standard. Uh, and then her weakest skills are her strength and her agility, which are twos. So how many overpowers or manual so... dexterities? There's not, it's, there's, it's very rare that there's like a strength check on like a treachery card or anything. That's true. So the only reason you really want overpowers is if you're going to be focused on fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think right now you do have like machetes in your, on your deck list there, which might be good for if she has to like kill a rat or something or, mm-hmm. or protection. Sure. But, yeah. Uh, we'll have to decide maybe if that gets called out later. So I guess sure. my point is maybe, maybe no overpowers. Okay. She could maybe, maybe like one or two guts, maybe, maybe one or two manual dexes. Those might get pruned out later. What do you think? I'm usually in the habit of playing like at least one guts and one manual dexterity in every deck. But Same. I think that if you're down to two, it's sort of maybe because she only has two agility. It's like, uh, like you could, you could talk me into dropping the manual dexterity. Maybe. Yeah. Let's put them in there. and We might cut them out when we, when we prune down later, but just so we don't forget about them. Yeah, there you go. And like unexpected courage uh, is obviously like a very good staple card. For yeah. filling, out, filling out a deck. Yeah, for sure. And then there's always... Um, she can run a Ward of Protection, uh, which oh, also yes. also gives her a, a, puts a horror Dual on Dual purpose. Her. Um, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's probably a good card to, to stick in there. And you know, obviously she can also run Delve Too Deep, which we're always... We don't necessarily need to encourage put it in this deck or not, but you know, is that... Yeah. Um, she can also run Drawn to the Flame. Uh, this is backtracking a bit, but uh, you know that's a card for getting clues. I don't know if she needs it, though. So I'm wondering now, because um, other than our... What did I even put first aid here? Uh, we don't really have anything to handle that she she is kind of squishy. Like, she only has a six. Do Should we do anything to, to handle her? I mean, she's kind of squishy, but... She's ideally not. She's not going to be our primary fighter. So you know, a lot of a lot of seekers are kind of squishy, but there's a lot of ways they can avoid being the fighter if they have someone helping them out. Yeah. If if someone else in your group is using Milan and Peter, she could do like guard dogs or something to beat damage soaks or something. But I uh, I think this is where it really matters what horror healing cards you're taking because if you're taking first aid and presumably you're upgrading it um, once you get some XP then that's probably going to take care of keeping you healthy. Sure. I I would also really think about maybe playing like one emergency aid or something just because it might be nice to have that if, in case you or anybody else needs a quick heal. Sure. But yeah, like, so, so I guess if I was going to play, rather than play like some kind of protective thing that just gives you like a health buffer, mm-hmm. I would maybe play things like emergency aid that you can like spread around to other people if they need it. I mean, we're also, you also have the plan of like doing painkillers with Peter to, to heal your damage up. Oh yep. yeah, that's right. So, like, that's, that, true. That, that's probably, that's probably sufficient. Oh, that's I a mean, good if, point. If Carolyn's taking more than like nine damage <laughs> in a scenario, you, you might already be in really big trouble. So mm. yeah. And again, all of this is dependent on who is with you, right? Like if, if the, you've already got a main seeker, who's going Milan, maybe you go Peter and you take those painkillers. Because, like, all of this kind of is modular, right? Like, if, if you're not taking Milan, you've got Peter and, and, and painkillers. If you're taking Milan, um, you can, you know, get more expensive cards, like maybe working a hunch or something. Yeah. Um, or if you're taking none of them, you could take, like, things like Art Student or, uh, I don't know, maybe... Um, I would be inclined to, if both Peter and Milan are not available, I would probably just take Alyssa Graham and have her as like a much worse Milan that still gives you an intelligence. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, there's, there, it's like we are saying, there's a lot of options. You have access to like three colors worth of allies plus Peter. So it's like, pretty yeah. Cool. So this deck's definitely going to have to like be adjusted according to like who, who wants to take it. Cause, um, or like who wants to take what, um, we'd have to 
like figure that out from there. Or I can just take uh, charisma and just take both of the Christopher or Christopher Milan and. Uh, uh, oh hell yeah. yeah! I mean, if they're both if they're both available, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought of something. Yeah. Carolyn can take arcane research oh, no. and no, nope. oh, no, start absolutely with not. trauma. Oh no! <laughs> you just wanted to use thermos, don't you? <laughs> no, but it guarantees her a way to 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 get uh that lets her heal herself to horror very efficiently. Yes. Yeah. But. It's there's uh, like she's there. Uh, it's an option. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there, okay? I just think like you don't want to you still don't want to take horror and get nothing in exchange. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, it helps her upgrade her wards. And if she's going for like shriveling maybe cannot she cannot upgrade that. her wards to the good wards. Yep. So she mm-hmm. can, Oh she can, no. Yeah, the only thing she can upgrade is omen of clarity. But she, but she can get like the the seeker version of ward, whatever that is, but that's still not as good. Oh, as forewarned, forewarned ward. Yeah. So, I think yeah. um, I think we have most of the cards we're thinking about. Is we started talking about like like one off cards, maybe that we want to add. Yeah, we we can think about doing. I don't think thermos arcane research is gonna. It's a cool interaction for, <laughs> but I don't know if that's what we want to put in this deck. No. <laughs> so, is there any is there any other one offs we think we want to throw in here? Yeah, Harrison, what do you think? So I'm wondering how rich she is going to end up being. Like, um, it's and this is just because this is like my favorite card ever. Um, uh, I love Dynamite Blast. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm that guy. I guess get get it in there. No, I don't know. That's I just like having a ha- having something to deal with, like like really bad things. Put it on, put it on the list, and we'll see if we can afford it. Because she actually, from my limited experience playing her, she gets very rich. Same. Yeah, I, I think like even if somebody else is using Milan and you end up with something else instead, I think that you're still going to be above average on like money. So yeah, yeah, I think it's completely reasonable. Harrison, are you still are are you still pretty happy? Are there any cards that uh that that you want to throw in just because you think they're they're cool or anything? Or are you pretty happy with the list as it is now? I think I think this is good. Um, and then just because I have a couple ideas about like things that I would want to kind of level up to, like this is a good way to start. And then especially as we see how the team the teamwork goes and like what our team ends up need, needing, um, especially in a scenario that maybe we're familiar with, like, ha- like the, mm. the arc, then we, I would build from there. Um, but yeah. I think that this is a pretty good, like, like standard thing. It does exactly what, you know, Carolyn um, seems to be primed for. Um, mm. So why don't we like start calling some of these cards and seeing uh, what we can do. I know that, uh, Making sure that we're at the fifteen level zero through ones is going to be a little annoying for us to deal with, but <laughs> I don't. Like, right now, we're not too bad because most of these cards, I think, we're only a couple over right now. Yeah. By the way, can we just for the benefit of people listening before we move on to the kind of uh, culling phase, can you just read aloud everything that we have so far? And we can just assume that they're all two ofs, and we can work on cutting them down. So j- sure. just like read all the cards. I will. And then if um, I know that we were just jumping around Arkham DB. Uh, so if, if there was one that you folks heard that I missed, then let me know. But um, for hands, machete and uh, magnifying glass, um, then arcane slot is uh, two clarity of minds and um, accessory slot, uh, St. Hubert's key. Um, then allies, we have two Milan Christopher, uh, one foolish. Uh, well, it wouldn't be foolishness because uh, that's right. Uh, yeah. The, Two Peter Sylvester's. I don't know how two of sound, but then non-slotted first aid, forbidden knowledge, liquid courage, painkillers. Those are all our heals. Cool. Um, then events. I've got a plan. Uh, dodge. I put in there in the beginning. Um, dynamite blast, emergency aid, uh, emergency cash, shortcut, ward of protection, working a hunch, and then uh, we have eight skill cards: deduction, guts, manual dexterity, unexpected courage. So I think we yeah obviously we got to prune this down a little bit. Why don't mm-hmm. we decide right now uh, what ally Kalen has access to? Do we want to say she has first dibs uh, and then she can pick whatever? Because you know, otherwise we're gonna have to make four versions of this deck. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I would say assume that you get first dibs, but then someone else is gonna pick whatever the other good one is. Yeah, I think that especially running pretty event heavy, that uh, Milan Christopher sounds like it makes more sense than Peter Sylvester. Uh, 
let's see, can Milan take? He could take. He could take a sanity. So if as, as long as you're like healing that, then you might be fine. I think that Milan makes a little bit more sense than Peter Sylvester, especially if I'm running Ag- yeah. if, if if I'm running with an Agnes. Agnes probably needs Pete a little bit more. Well, she doesn't need it quite as much if uh, if she has Carolyn on her team. But yeah, that's that's, that's, that's probably true. true. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm. But no, I I think you're right. Milan is really, really good. And, um, you know, we were kind of assuming that you were one of, if not the sort of top clue getters on your team. So yeah. it's sl- sort of less likely someone else wants Milan, but there's always somebody that wants Peter. Yep. So <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So they'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, so we reduced that. So right now uh, she doesn't have any other allies other than Milan. So I'm going to run, run two just to make sure I see him. Consistency. Yeah. I also, um, for the hands... What what were your hand slots again? You had magnifying glasses and machetes. Yeah, yeah. I would. I mean, you definitely hang on to them if you if you think it's cool. I would probably just throw out the machetes. Yeah, because I think that you're. I don't think you're going to really be using them very often. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it's it's kind of like of the cards that you read. I think it's one of the ones that you'd end up using the least. That makes sense, um, especially because I like running two magnifying glasses because it's just a funny. It's a more funny image, oh, yeah. <laughs> image than uh, one for yeah. each eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah dual wielding <laughs> the magnifying glasses. Um, so right now we are at thirty eight. So we we only need to reduce a couple uh, the of the two ups if we need to. So yeah, so we like magnifying glass. We like Saint Hubert's key. We like Milan. We want to keep all those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we have like five, so technically ten different cards that are I think for. <laughs> Generating horror heal. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably don't need all of those. Like we have clarity of mind. We have first aid for knowledge or free knowledge is for money. We have liquid courage and we painkillers. I think maybe we don't want all of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would lean towards because we cut Peter. Maybe the painkillers combo isn't as good, even though it is very on theme right. for her. Right. <laughs> And and this is definitely a case, Harrison, where if you were like, oh, I really think that combo is cool, I really want to keep it, then like, yeah, then even if Milan is technically a little better, just like keep Peter and keep the painkillers. But it's really up to you either way. Yeah, I mean, I think that if I, if we were running, if I was running like two, like with just Agnes, then that would be a little bit more fun. But I think that um, just kind of being able to be pretty good at, at that job seems to make more sense than being able to do that, that combination. Yeah. I'm just glad that we were able to talk about it because it was it was nice. Um, yeah, it kind of demonstrates some of her uh, her her versatility, though, right? Because not very often do you have an investigator who really wants to run two different, like I, I guess I'd call them like cardinal allies, like the biggest best allies in the game. And she is definitely one of those where she can she has like a build, so to speak, that she could take with Milan. And you might want to include some different cards there. Like, for example, maybe she wouldn't be able to get the money that she would be able to get with Milan. Mm-hmm. Like, so where you could play Dynamite. So maybe you want to play Dynamite because you do have access to both Milan and her native horror healing benefits. Whereas, like, Silas wants the interesting, uh, abusive, heroin-inducing relationship <laughs> with her. I also, uh, in terms of your horror healing cards... Omen of Clarity is one, or sorry, why do I keep calling it Omen of Clarity? Clarity of Mind is, um, we, we just talked about the upgraded one from Return to Dunwich yep. recently, and we really like that one, but the level zero one I think is, it's fine, but it might be something that might be worth looking at cutting. So just add that, add that in later. You could just go straight to the level three version. Like you don't actually have to take the level zero version unless you really want to. Yeah. And if we, if you were doing the ridiculous arcane knowledge thermos combo, then you could maybe justify putting it there because then you could upgrade it for That's... just one experience. Yeah. Yes. Even calling that a combo feels really wrong to me. But you know, like... well, so like for example, I think I think that's perfectly reasonable to cut the base level ones because you've got liquid courage, mm-hmm. which is essentially the same thing. But when you get the level three, um, if if you're upgrading into that, you might want to cut the liquid courages and then put in the upgraded uh, clarity of mind because they do similar things. However, if you're running with an Agnes. It actually benefits you both much more because you can heal like yourself for one and her for one at the same time, and you don't have to do the the horror check. It's kind of like fills the same slot, yeah. I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that sounds good to me too. And that's kind of um, the same justification I'm gonna um, ask about, like 
how nice ward of, the wards of protection that we have in there are. Um, I mean, right. I know that you folks love wards of protection, but like, Hell this yeah. is the only <laughs> this is the only you ward of protection that she's going to run, and she doesn't even have any hope of being able to get to the ones that can help other people. It's still really, really, really good. It's still good. Wards for life. <laughs> and even the downside of like it putting a horror on you, like, great, going to heal it and get a get a money. That's so, true. That's yes. true. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, you could if if you're not into it, you could always just like play one instead of two or something. But I I think it's a pretty good card. I wonder how much how how I mean how important actually having emergency caches are. I thought the same thing. I think you might want to have them in your starter deck, but it's possible you'll upgrade out of them once you have like more efficient heal or heals. Yeah. Right. Right. Or or you get like um you can you can go for like upgrading the emergency caches into. Stand togethers, right? Like, because mm-hmm. she doesn't necessarily, yeah. she might not need the emergency cash. But the the difference, and and we actually didn't talk about it, and it's, and it's and it's scaring me that it's not in here because oh wait no never mind it's not scaring me that it's not in there never mind what is it disregard everything I'm saying because <laughs> she cannot get Meltaroni. <laughs> oh, we can't. Yeah, she can't run it. Yeah, yeah, nope. yeah. Nope, no Meltaroni. <laughs> nope. Disregard everything I was just saying. Babbling entirely. So right now, her horror healing now is just looks like first aid and liquid courage. Did we take everything else out? We don't have too much else. We don't have a logical reasoning in there or two? Yeah, no. like, uh, logical reasoning and fearless, I think, are things we're actually missing from this list. Uh, I, don't know if, I don't know if she wants level zero fearless. But, oh, logical reasoning. But, Forgot about that. I would definitely think about at least one logical reasoning, because you can commit it to be basically a guts, and it can get rid of some of the weird like the treacheries and stuff. I do, just going back to cash really quickly... I do think that cash is sort of an overrated card just because I think people don't really pay enough attention to how much of a downside it is that it has no icons on it at all. Right, right. That's true. Like, that's a card that really just gets stuck in your hand and does absolutely nothing a lot. But I think that even if you're a character that is going to have a lot of money in the long run, just being able to, like, turn one, get down the St. Hubert's Key and Dr. Milan, like, having a cash in your opening hand or mulliganing for it is really, really good. So I I could see it either way. Like, I think you could get rid of it, or keeping it is okay, too. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with that. And I do think that logic reasoning is definitely worth just a check, yep. because you can almost, like, cut cut one guts, or, or cut them both, because it can kind of fill the same same role. Uh, if, if you, like, cut both guts and put two logic reasonings, or you could, like, do one and one, or... Whatever is better for the for the comp, right? Because if you're running with a Finn, you might want two logic reasonings so you can get him out of jail, like as many times as he might be in jail, or skids or something who who might be constantly in terror of everything. I think too, uh, Carolyn doesn't really. I mean, I, I think for her, I wouldn't really worry about passing will test too much because like a lot of them give you horror, and um, even if she dies by horror, if she has the key out, then she'll she'll uh, the cool thing about discarding that key is that she gets two horror is that is that one money or just no, that's just just one, money. one. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be a nice like kick in the butt like to get you back but maybe i mean that's a good case to kind of drop the guts because if she fails will tests i mean her her will isn't terrible it's a three and uh with the key yeah. with the key out it would be the four so mm-hmm. it's better than most i think right yeah it's pretty fine so we got the logical reasoning in there. Shortcut. How do we feel about shortcut? Because shortcut technically doesn't accomplish either of the goals that she she's going towards, which is like investigating, but also being there for her allies and healing them. I guess being there for her allies is definitely what it does, but it's not overtly healing. So I don't I don't know if it's something to where she really wants it to stay on top of her friends. But I don't know. I don't know. What do, What do you guys think? I think it's okay. I think that's a possible cut, but uh, maybe even to one of. I think we have it there to upgrade it into Pathfinders, which yeah. she probably doesn't yeah. want. I mean, I think so. that Pathfinder is going to be really good. I think the short the shortcut on its own, it's like it's good, but it is definitely on the block to like be considered for cutting if there's not room for it. Yeah. But it, it's good. Like I think either way, you know, it's up to you. I was going to say, um, I'm trying to. She doesn't have too much for defenses. I was debating whether we could cut a dodge or not even even then like defensively she's got a plan i think the idea is she's going to be hanging out with a friend with this deck that can help her if there's a monster or something Mm. okay so maybe maybe it was one dodge or zero uh 
I don't know. She might consider playing Mind Over Matters instead of those, because Mind Over Matter will help her punch rats, it'll help her punch a cultist, um, it'll help her get out of sticky situations with really big scary things, kind of like dodging them, but maybe not. Uh, I mean, I I like the idea of Mind Over Matter just because it turns to what we're hoping to be uh, five for her weakest, uh, I mean, both of her weakest uh, skill levels, you know, like she only gets or two and two, so. If you've got both Milan and the uh, the key out. Oh yeah, we have got six, right? Six native, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'll I'll drop dodge that for, um, let's see. I think if you got a dedicated guardian, they would have dodge, and also they would want to be tanking it for you, because you're, you're, uh, the abusive psychologist who feeds everybody painkillers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, only downside to adding Mind Over Matter is that it is cutting into her fifteen uh, secret mystic cards. I think I think we had. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. I had a question about this, which I think Ben has answered before, but I forget. So oh, when yes. you count the fifteen cards that are purple or yellow, she also gets uh, you know, level zero to five cards that heal horror. But if you play something like Logical Reasoning, it counts as both of those. You don't get to say, oh, this doesn't count as my one of my 15 cards because I'm counting it as a horror healing card. It still counts as one of the 15, right? They uh, they errated her deck building to say that it's up to 15 other Seeker or Mystic cards. So that means if it counts as, if oh. it counts as healing horror, it does not count against her 15. Hmm. So I believe, I believe when she actually comes out in Circle and Done, hopefully they'll fix that. But there definitely was like an FAQ about that. Interesting. So that's really cool because that means doesn't that mean that like Saint Hubert's Key and Logical Reasoning don't count towards your fifteen? Correct. Which that's pretty good, right? Yeah. So I guess right now for those slots we have Magnifying Glasses, Forbidden Knowledge, I've Got a Plan, Dynamite Blast, Mind Over Matter, Shortcut, Ward of Protection, Working a Hunch, and Deduction. And I'm sure some some of those we can definitely cut. I think. Um, like, do you think that? I mean, she's she's already like, especially with magnifying glasses out, she is looking like she probably could end up being the team's like only uh, sole. I'd cut working a hunch. She's already. I mean, it's a yeah. it's a fast get a clue, which is good. But well, I mean, so you can think of working a hunch as basically being like deduction that costs more money but is more flexible. Yeah. And right. normally if you're not going to have that much money, then deduction has a pretty good argument for it, but working a hunch because it commits for basically a perception and it kind of it does like the the um the drawn of the flame thing where you can use it to get clues behind a locked door or something like that. Right. I I do kind of like working a hunch. I mean, obviously there's only so much space we're going to have to well, cut things. So would you want to cut deduction? Do you still have drawn of the flames in there? Yeah, yeah, or... it is. We're actually at the okay. thirty. Um, with the yeah, that's actually surprising. Oh, well, yeah, we're there. One thing that I was thinking is the forbidden knowledges. Now that we don't have Peter as well, might not be as good, or, or maybe just one of them, and then we could run two hunches. Uh, what do you guys think about that? That sounds yeah. pretty good to me. Yeah. I would. Uh, I mean, it's also yeah be- because you have Milan. That's already going to give you so much money. That makes the forbidden knowledge not quite as important. Although I still think it would be cool to have one of them. Same, yeah, yeah. So if we do one, we're at twenty nine. Uh, this is where I would just like add in like fun things, like like the delve too deep, sir. <laughs> oh sure, sure, sure. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. Get those in there. Yeah, you can also cut. Uh, I don't think you need two mandexes. Like you, you can probably cut sure. one of those. I mean, yeah, I, I think One's one is fine. fine. All right, so now we have one. We need one more card. And I would, I still think, I think even level one fearless is good for her for when she makes a will test or when she can commit to someone because of the yes. horror heal. Normally, I think normally we skip that when we're doing like mystics, but she'll eventually get the level two ones anyway, so it makes it like a clean, a clean upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because level two ones are definitely very good. I don't know if that if that puts us over yeah. the. We are at thirty. Is that with Delve Two Deeps? No, oh, no Delve. Oh, uh, I add. I added one Delve Two Deeps. <laughs> one Delve Two Deeps. I added the Fearless. So, all right. Let's uh, let's look at this list. Is there um? There's a lot of one ofs in there. Is there any of these that we want to maybe convert to be two of and cut one of them? Or how many one ofs are there? There are one, two, three, four, nine, six, ten. Yeah, ten. One of them is a is Mandex. Um. So I'll just list them so that we can see what's like if we've cut anything that is uh, essential. Forbidden Knowledge, uh, Delve Too Deep, Dynamite Blast, Emergency Aid, uh, Logical Reasoning, Mind Over Matter, Shortcut, Working a Hunch, and Fearless. 
And manual dexterity. And manual dexterity. I was going to say, do we need do we need the two deductions for her? I mean, deductions really good, but it is just like plus one book. Deduction is very strong. If she's going to be running the working a hunch as like a instead of deduction, maybe she could do two working hunches and no deduction. I don't know. What do you What do you think? I'm questioning whether she needs the one of emergency aid, just because she has two first aid kits, which might help out with any errant damage that she might have. She's probably going to have one down, mm-hmm. and she's not really running an ally who can tank damage at all you know like yeah what do you guys think yeah that's fair well it can be used to heal her ally her other investigators allies too but that, i think that's fine i think it's fine to cut that yeah yeah okay <laughs> Wait, are we cutting this to, this is to get the delve too deep said right uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why we did it sure uh, <laughs> always two delve too deeps hell yeah do it yes and Agnes is running to to as well, isn't she? Uh, it's going to complain. We, we still need to cut something to because of her 15, 15 top. Ah, uh, I know. Well, wait. Are you counting the like the logical reasons and stuff? Or yeah, yeah. Hmm. I think the delve too deep is what did it, though. Yeah, it was. It, so, it is. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Delve too deep. We hardly knew. You. I think this is in pretty. This deck's in pretty good shape. Is there anything we can cut to make room for those those precious precious delve too deeps? <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, nah, I think we wanted to have mind over matter, even if it's just one of. We could cut the short. We could cut the shortcut. Yeah, I was thinking of the shortcut. Like, yeah, I mean, it, mean, it means that she doesn't have like a clean upgrade to Pathfinder, but sure, we, we can figure something to get rid of. We're not really doing upgrades. I think so. that also whether whether the delves is going to be worth it depends on the group. Like, are you playing a group where everyone's trying really hard to like optimize and play really well? Sure, sure. Or are you playing everyone's just kind of like playing cool stuff that they want to play, and like that might make the scenarios a little bit harder, but it's fine. Because mm-hmm. like delve is a risk to play, right? And if if you if you're not pretty sure that whenever you draw a delve, you're going to be able to play it like most of the time, <laughs> then don't have a new deck, right? So, or at least don't don't well, worry about putting two. You in. think about it this way though: delve too deep is a good chance it'll make people take horror when they when they draw their encounter cards, <laughs> which then yeah. you can heal to make money. Just, I mean, that is true. It's it's a good great combo. Mm. So we've got one space left. Uh, that cannot be a seeker card. Cannot be a uh, unless it heals horror. Like we could add a logical reasoning or a fearless. Or a fearless. How how strong how strong are we into saying just the the second dynamite blast is amazing, incredible, awesome. <laughs> I I was gonna say if you like support stuff, uh, you could play one. Let me handle this and maybe yank like an annoying will test away from somebody or something. Oh, like cool. That. Yeah, that, that's also reasonable. I like being the hero. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fun it's a fun card. It always feels good to play it. And then and then that that seems like it'd be one of the first on the chopping block once we start to uh, get better. But yeah, yeah, you're gonna upgrade a lot of this stuff anyway. Yeah. So we got thirty cards. We can do it. Why don't we do a, do a quick sanity check just to make sure this actually does what we want it to do? <laughs> um, and then we and you can list out all the cards after that. Sure. Before that. Okay. Uh, list list them out, and we'll we'll say we'll say a yay or an a nay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, well, starting from the top, um, from the hands, there's magnifying glasses, then accessory, St. Hubert's Key, um, ally, Dr. Milan Christopher, um, other slots, uh, two first aids, a forbidden knowledge, and two liquid courages, and then a bunch of events. Uh, I've got a plan. Let me handle this. Delve too deep. Dynamite blast. Emergency cash. Logical reasoning. Mind over matter. Ward of protection. Um, working a hunch. And then skills. Uh, two deductions, a fearless, a manual dexterity, and two unexpected courages. And there were a couple of one ofs in that event list, but yep, yeah. So uh, the goal of this deck was to have her good at investigating while providing some support, and then I think eventually she'll upgrade into being better at investigating and even more horror support. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's looking pretty good. Uh, what, what do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, I think that I think it seems pretty good. Same. Uh, my my immediate instinct is to cut an emergency cache and put another dynamite blast in there. But maybe that's <laughs> to me. Maybe that's to me. Maybe I just maybe I just want like five dynamite blasts in there. You, you can always like throw in because you're you're probably going to upgrade to the the higher level dynamites anyway. You can maybe like upgrade something into a. Like, I I'm prob- we're probably going to be running with another uh, guardian anyways, who is going to be like fighting things. So we'll see we'll see how it goes. I mean, does does she do what we want her to do? Yeah, I think so. Yay! Yeah. yeah. Yay, verily. I think she does. Harrison, are you do you think you're happy with this type of de- with this deck or yeah? Is anything... I'm like chomping at the bit to try this out. <laughs> <laughs> cool, awesome. So we've got a solid Caroline deck. 
it does everything it wants to do. It can delve too deep. It can throw <laughs> dynamite when it's in danger. It can get a ton of money. It can heal its friends. Uh, and it can win the game by getting clues. There you go. So it seems, it seems really good. Uh, it seems very strong, I think. Uh, and we'll, so, uh, we'll, we'll have Harrison publish this on ArkhamDB if that's cool. And we'll put a link to it whenever we, yeah. wherever we post this episode. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. So Harrison, thanks so much for joining us. Is there anything else that you'd like to say otherwise, apart from our glorious deck that we have, anything you'd like to plug? So I, I met uh, some of you folks um, on the podcast uh, on some of our invocation events that we do with uh, uh, with our local board game group, Game on Chits and Giggles. Um, uh, we just do a bunch of events through there. We have a uh, um, investigators of New England group that we'll put in the show notes probably. Uh, that that we just do a lot of local events, and we're trying to kind of just see what people feel about the community locally. Um, and I'm glad to kind of have two of you guys um, that I'm able to see every once in a while. So hopefully, uh, especially as we do more invocations or uh, cool like um, side scenarios, we'll be able to see some of you folks. And maybe we'll even see an upgraded version of this deck. I'd love to see that. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. That sounds great. So viewers, listeners, everybody, what is your take on the deck? Are there any cards that you think that Harrison was completely wrong for putting in? Are there any rules that Ben failed to correct us on? Probably. Comment wherever you listen to podcasts or email us at miscatonicuniversityradio at gmail.com. Uh, but until next time, guys, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.